You have arrived at your destination. Digital Street is to your right. Alright, welcome back to Digital Street, aka your girl's favorite podcast. So if it's your first time here, we literally own a street in the metaverse. In the metaverse. In the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> and we're actually here right now. We're in the metaverse. <laughs> metaverse. But yeah, every week we come here, Sadra and I, we meet in the metaverse to teach you guys about emerging tech. And we're, we do a deep dive into technology that we're super curious about. And this week we're talking about Web3 and specifically why decentralization matters. And that's basically an article by Matt Dixon. And we, we read that, we digested it like deeply. And <laughs> and we just, yeah, we, we, we're going to add our thoughts to it and stuff. Are we going to have a discussion about it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can get started with the... Binge bank? Yeah, the binge bank. All right. You want to start or should I? Yeah, I can start. All right. For me, this would be two weeks, right? Because we missed a week? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So I actually went to a wedding, not this week, last week Thursday. It was pretty cool. You it was found a long your wife? Drive. No. I, I wish. Uh, someone asked me out, but yeah, Damn. I said no. Because we were underage. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. Got to drive a lot, which is good. Um, I didn't do much. I had pretty much the same schedule. Had some work. Uh, had some school stuff. I had my midterm. I say, I w- I say I'm proud with the fact that I, ke- I kept a lot. I was a lot better in terms of sticking to my, um, my training schedule, my gym schedule. True. I've been going to the morning a lot. And sometimes with things that happen late at night, I can't commit to waking up at six or seven to go to the gym. But I, this past few, this past weekend, this week, I've been committing pretty good to that. So I would say that's good. And yeah, I think in terms of training, I would say I, I should probably do better in terms of recovery. When you train a lot, you have to recover as much. And I haven't been doing that, unfortunately. Something to try to improve on. True. I guess you're obsessed. That's why you can't rest enough. Yeah, unfortunately, my physical body isn't as obsessed. That's sick, though. But, yeah, for me, basically the same. Been, like, grinding on the daily routine. But this week, we were able to hire some some few people for a few of the things that, like, we were doing already. So that's, like, that's made it easier for, for us to be, like, less robotic in the daily routine of the repetitive stuff and like now i'm just like winding off of some of the repetitive stuff and moving more towards like strategy of like growing us and like it's not like anyone really is like a bunch of people are listening to us right now so i could say what i'm gonna do but like i also don't want to say at the same time because i haven't made any progress in it yet so like I, i don't find it valuable to speak about my like goals and stuff that I want to do before I even actually achieve it like in this in these in this section of the binge bank like I, I usually want to talk about stuff that I've actually accomplished so I haven't really done it yet so I don't want to talk about it yeah that's fair um but yeah would you say you're finally getting to like the fun the fun stuff the fun part of running a business, yeah, definitely. SEO business? definitely like there like SEO is like beautiful in a sense that like there's a lot of like 
strategy involved in it. You're getting your face done. Oh. Guest appearance. Huh? <laughs> Not yet. Never actually. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But anyways. But yeah, like there there's a lot of like strategy that's involved in SEO, right? But like when you're in the daily operations of just doing the repetitive work, then you can't really think about that stuff or like research deeply and try out stuff. So like hopefully by next week, like I'm going to take a few days break. <coughs> like I'm going to try to like take a like break for as long as I can for like the entirety of the day, ideally, like work two hours and then the rest of the day just like literally do nothing or whatever I want to let my mind like free and then prepare myself for going into these like this next phase because since august it's basically been the same routine for me of like robotic 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 every day that's fair anything new in terms of your discipline or like have you been more obsessed uh i would say it's like kind of at the same level right now but like us being able to up like give work that I, I had been doing to other people which is like it's hard to give control back to other people sometimes like when you're a control freak like I'm kind of a control freak so then with that it, it, it had been it showed me that like we could actually grow this thing like much f faster like I wanted to and yeah it's it's been like I've been optimistic because of that but like the past like two weeks ago we we actually hired like a few people and then some quit like on their the second day and stuff so that was like kind of hard and annoying damn because like you you're preparing for this person to take on that that role of like that part of the job yeah and then they end up quitting and you have you have to end up doing it all yourself again yeah that makes sense yeah that's pretty that's, pretty, that's a pretty shitty thing to do yeah um I think that's been a good binge bank for both of us. Yeah. It's, it's not to the point where it's like, there's a whole new like chapter of our lives, but like we've had enough differences that we can speak about it. Yeah. I, I doesn't, it doesn't even need to be like huge progress every week. Because yeah. I don't think that's realistic if you're thinking on like the time scale of like 10, 15 years. I agree. But we're, we're, it's not like we're pursuing like a different idea the next week and we're, we just quit on what we were working on we're still making steady progress and we're still working at it and like we're getting we're just getting more aggressive on our goals day by day like it might not show out outward outwardly but like we're like <laughs> like we're more aggressive outwardly like like we're we're not like passionately talking yeah, yeah. about whatever we're doing but like it's it's happening in the background mm -hmm. right in our minds in our minds and in our like daily actions facts i think we're good to start with deciding decentralization right yeah let me just quickly check if it's still recording yeah we're good this is so unprofessional <laughs> they don't know don't tell them no i can't cut anything out i'm gonna get the soccer ball as well <laughs> huh i'm gonna get the soccer ball as well quickly okay okay Do you take my soccer ball too? I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Okay, then I took it. <laughs> I actually don't know where it is now. It was in the basement, no? 
Uh, usually do the thing in the basement. No, I, I brought it upstairs after. But I guess I'll find it later. I was trying to fidget or something. Fidgeting this. Hey yo. Hey yo. All right. So decentralization. If I had to describe decentralization, and we had a conversation earlier about this, I would say it's. Um, I'm still kind of blurry on how to describe it perfectly, but I would say there's no one single entity or like group that controls a certain platform and that distribution of control being equally given to everyone. That's what makes, that's what decentralization is. Mm. I, I remember reading like a while back that like a bunch of things that were said to be decentralized were actually controlled by like few major people still at this point that like many, many things are still controlled by large groups or like one person and like the the idea behind decentralization is that like everyone in the the network is incentivized through and they actually make money through whatever that they do but do you have to make money for it to be decentralized or do you have to be incentivized yeah you have to be incentivized but like i feel like money is like easier yeah, because like, yeah. how else would people really benefit from it, right? Because compliments, compliments. <laughs> I mean, people are getting likes and like opportunities yeah, from yeah. social media already. Like, True. they're they're making they're not making any money on the likes and stuff, but they're already getting that like the compliment part of it. So I like the only other benefit that I could really see for from decentralization is that they would make money from it, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, decentralization, like, as, a, like, a full idea of, like, happening in the world, like, full decentralization, money, all of these apps and stuff, like, I don't really see it happening. Yeah, no way. Even in platforms, I don't think anything has achieved 100% decentralization. Yeah, not yet, for sure. Like, I mean, even things like Bitcoin that's supposed to be like the king of decentralization and the driving factor. Like there's whales that can move the price up and down that control these things that have a huge amounts of money. Yeah. So I think anything that has a, that can give someone a lot of power, there is, there is a group that controls it more yeah. than others. It's like, it has to be some sort of deception, like all of this, like decentralization, like, like there, there have to be people controlling in the background that, are just decepting like normal people that like selling them on the idea that they could be as powerful as them or they could get as as much or like get some benefit like them but that's not really the reality it's just the same as the world has ever been it's true <laughs> yeah 100 percent um i guess besides crypto crypt cryptocurrencies and Web3, do you see anywhere else that has adopted decentralization? Like, there there had been BitClout recently, which is like a social media platform where people could make money by being invested into them. Like, people would... You'd basically be able to invest into someone and... And then when when more people invest into that person then you basically profit off of 
Oh, okay. The the value of that person's coin, basically. Like stocks on. Yeah. But people. People stocks from so, from social media growth, but that failed. Like it it isn't around anymore. That's actually a really good idea. But there's this other thing, called like something friends or something, like friends on tech, something like that. I haven't used it, but it's the same thing as Bitclout. Apparently, it's still going, but like Bitclout failed after a few months. So I don't know how, how far friends on tech will go. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's kind of weird with crypto. I think we're not in a, or even Web3, we're not in a uh, stage to be having these kind of businesses run profitably. Like, I don't think it's just known enough. Like, there's just not enough users in Web3. Yeah. It's too early. Yeah. But at the same time, the companies that are this early that build on this and build on decentralization, you know they're the ones that are in it, not just for the money, because they're yeah. not making it, you're not making much, right? Yeah, you know they're true. in it because they want to build, like, legacy. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know how Web3 will go. Like, there, there's some, like, there's some curve of, like, I forgot what it's called. Like the S-curve? Or in the... In the. Yeah, there's that in the 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 article yeah there's also another one where like normalization of technology so basically there's a hype phase there's a hype cycle i think that's what it's called it's a hype cycle where the product gets really hyped like web3 did get really hyped at once and then people realize that it's not really that useful so then it just dips again and then it just slowly curves back into like getting into normal life yeah so internet is in our normal life now right a hundred percent i'm so glad you said that yeah that's i think that's i've i'm sure i mentioned this one as once at least to you but i think even with uh nfts i think that's what's happening right now oh yeah yeah because remember like all the hype back yeah. in, like a year oh, or two true. ago yeah that was it and then the bubble popped hmm. and people like ah it's not that useful right so now it's in this dark stages in the bear market yeah where it's kind of no one cares about it but i think it's going to slowly come back up and then I think it's going to keep going up. Like, it's not going to stabilize. It's going to keep growing. But after it's going to grow, it's going to stabilize like the internet did True. to that point. Yeah, I feel like like it has to be the future. There's there's this guy, I, I listened to a podcast of him. I, I would check on my phone, but we're, for, we're recording with my phone. <laughs> but his name's like Larry Glasgowin or something. He's like a luxury art seller. And he basically copied... He, he studied a lot of, like, the people that sold art in the past before him. And he he copied their playbook a bit. And then he, he copied other people's biographies and, like, life te- life stories and, like, ways that they succeeded as well. And so he was basically a luxury art dealer, right? For, for decades, like, he copied the person that was really successful before him. Now, there's going to be someone in today's day and age that's going to copy Larry's playbook as well as the guy before him and then they're going to merge some digital techniques into it like digital parts into their business it's like selling digital art or like selling half physical half digital art right mm-hmm. like maybe in the next 10 to 30 years or something there, there there has to be someone that comes around like that and he actually he increased the value of the the art market 
art used to sell for like around a million dollars that that was like the highest art piece that that was sold like around the 1980s or something and then after that it he just started to inflate it through like marketing and like the way that he built relationships that's how art sold right you just build relationships with with people not in every case but like that's how he did it he just made relationships with a lot of super wealthy people and then then the art prices went up to like 100 million so is he also into nfts or no i don't think so just like physical art yeah i think i think it's only physical okay what's his name larry glass some glass going or something okay i see yeah that's interesting for sure yeah but there has to be some like i don't doubt that there's gonna be someone that does that with nfts oh yeah 100 percent uh i we've seen like glimpse of people almost achieving that mm-hmm. you know people yeah yeah like I, i'm i True. think he's kind of like your guy yeah you could think way, of people like that but i think again it's too early right we're not in the stage where the market for nfts is booming mm-hmm. so we don't have one we don't have a we don't have one guy that like dominates the digital art space right now yeah people's a lot people's not really like i don't think he really cares about money yeah he's like this guy that i'm talking about he he's a business guy oh. he doesn't give a shit about art oh he just wants the money <laughs> he just wants the oh. money <laughs> so like a lot of artists they just think about the art part of it right that's what people does they they just want to be artists and creative but like there has to be someone that's like business-minded like people made like 69 million dollars or something no yeah off his auctions but this guy gave it all away or something did he something like that but damn but like if if there was a business-minded person and nft is doing the scale that people is doing that's low-key an untapped market like no one's really like in the business of nfts but like i I guess like it's, it's definitely possible like the guy larry larry guy he he made his own market like there so basically when you when you resell art like in the secondary market it it basically used to be frowned upon and it still is i think so basically secondary market is like buying art that's it that's at a lower price than it used to be from like it's older art Mm -hmm. basically it's not it's not new art that was just like recently made by someone if that makes sense yeah like it's it was made in like like 20 years ago yeah and like it's not really valued anymore and then he like adds the value to it through like that makes sense yeah in some way but so like i I don't see why someone can't go to like someone who's like really charismatic and stuff going and making relationships with a bunch of wealthy people like working his way up and then just cycling art sales through through that network because he sells the art to wealthy people and then he keeps the commission on it or uh, royalties Mm -hmm. so when they sell the art again he makes money on that too so a lot of times he would sell the art to one wealthy person and then he would ask another one of his friends that do you you want to buy this for more and then he would just he wouldn't even have given the the art piece to the other person yet he would already create that double sale already bro and he would just make like bank off of it (laughs) from royalties nfts have royalties too yeah 
And I think the secondary market, since it's digital, I think it's going to be a lot better for artists. Yeah, it'd be easier. Because everything's online. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, do you think, um, I don't think, I don't know if we touched upon this. Do you think like NFTs and Web3, it's going to stay decentralized for the most part or no? Uh, NFTs and, and that like stuff? crypto NFTs. Crypto, probably not. Like, think about it, right? Like, we spoke about this before, too. Like, it doesn't really make sense to me. Like, I, I, I think you relate with this, too. That, like, countries won't just give away their control like that, right? Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. Like, I don't see a world where, like, there's no one controlling everything. Or no one controlling anything, basically. Because if everything's decentralized, then, like, the con- the currency the currencies that are being used around the world are just not in control of any, like, any government. Exactly. And I think in society, Gary Vee said this, in society, humans have a tendency to centralize everything. Like, um, even, like, government, right? That's the nature to centralize. Like, mm. people like centralization. No, like, maybe... Uh, maybe like the two percent or one percent or like five percent of the population don't mind decent decentralization, but most of the population on Earth, like n- natural tendency of humans, is to move more towards centralization. Mm-hmm. I think because it it gives them too much control, and some people, most people, don't like that too much control because then they're responsible for the risks yeah. and the security. Yeah. So I think. In general, naturally, we're going to move. If it's big enough, if the technologies are big enough in terms of anything in Web3, we're naturally going to move to a centralized state. Mm, yeah, I agree. And NFTs and stuff, do you think that that would stay decentralized? Uh, no. I don't, we've already seen some attempts at try to trying to centralize them i think some country in asia banned nfts really i don't know which one i don't know if it was china japan one country banned nfts another country tried to ban crypto but it didn't work but yeah like we just the thing with nfts is that anyone can make an nft and the 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 technology behind it it's it's too powerful in my opinion to not be used by centralized parties so Mm. i think there's gonna be like the whole you can't it's hard to explain you can't centralize the whole concept of nfts you can't centralize everything but there's gonna be centralized parties that come out with nfts because nfts is a it's like a non-fungible token right so it's basically a token online that has a digital contract behind it so you know when you go to the gym and you scan your membership yeah that could be considered an NFT if there's any incentive behind it. So I don't see a world where government, like the government, governments and like centralized parties don't come out with their own NFTs, if that makes sense. Mm. So there's going to be centralized NFTs, but we're also going to have decentralized NFTs. Where, True. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, yeah, that makes sense. But for currency, like I feel like currency probably won't be able to get decentralized. I think so, yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, but, like, the NFTs and stuff, like, that makes sense for, like, say, like, rewards programs. Like, 
or like gift cards or what's it like subscription like costco yeah like something like that could become an nft if you have a platform where you buy an nft or a platform like coinbase where you buy crypto does that make it centralized yeah it has to make i think that that makes it that's, centralized, a, right? that's like yeah. a centralized exchange right because decentralized would be something like I forgot what it's called, but there are decentralized exchanges, as you know, indexes, right? I know you can, you can like move your crypto to your, like a cold wallet, yeah. like your ledger, yeah. which that is decentralization. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that, but like, I, I, I don't think there's going to be, in terms of buying NFTs, I think most people are just going to buy it from one centralized exchange. Just like how most people are buying crypto from like Coinbase yeah. or KuCoin or whatever. I mean, it's easier. It's safer too, right? Yeah, 100%. KuCoin was like freaking that experience. KuCoin. Yeah, fuck KuCoin. But like Coinbase and stuff like that, it's more reliable. It's yeah, like, Coinbase is amazing. I love Coinbase. Yeah. But like decentralized exchanges, like I'm pretty sure most people don't know how to use it. Yeah, it is. It's also more complicated, right? Yeah. Because it's decentralized. You have to know the technology more. Yeah. I guess that all of that needs to be simplified too, but currency definitely, I don't feel like it'll ever get sent decentralized. Like fully decentralized? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. once once crypto gets, I think crypto is simplified enough, but I guess not, it should be even more simplified in terms of it's as easy as purchasing like an item on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I think once it reaches that point of being simplified, then we're really going to see uh, like cryptocurrencies that are huge, historic, yeah. reach new peaks in terms of prices. Yeah, facts. Even like NFTs. Oh my God, if NFTs become that simplified, I think it's going to be, yeah. be insane. Do you feel like Ethereum and Bitcoin, like those will just remain and then the rest of the cryptos will just get like run out of like business or like run out because of the like the centralized cryptocurrencies that come out so i think with ethereum and bitcoin or with any new technology you always have the blue chips right the safe bets yeah and i think bitcoin and ethereum are the safe bets mm-hmm. so i think those if crypto if the whole crypto space goes up in terms of growth you can bet your money on those that those will go up too yeah with the other ones i think there's like one percent or like five percent of those other altcoins the smaller coins that actually have a purpose and to have the right operator behind it that will be able to run it the, to run the platform or technology or whatever they have to make it grow enough and to be sustainable but i think 90 percent of those other of, of those coins will die off true yeah it's like five ten percent or like one percent whatever the percentage is those are the ones uh, with the ones that have the good, uh, like the good person operating it, with a good team that will actually, like, reach levels, like growth levels, like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Like I was thinking, like, like there's, like, if you think about the the different, like, major value, or like, the the major valuable currencies or like, the things that are valued as currencies in the world, like it's gold, and then there's the dollar and silver right but those are backed by like physical things that you could value 
-hmm. but ethereum and bitcoin like what's the value built off of right like it could be seen as like digital value like a digital value store because that's what bitcoin really is right mm -hmm. but like what what's like what's the the reasoning behind that value for i honestly think you make a good point it is a little bit of having belief that it will go up yeah but yeah. i honestly think it's just supply and demand yeah there's like there's a scarcity right yeah like that's that's it if it was unlimited then it would be a different story true i guess like we can't say that there's no like real value in it there's not th there's no value behind it because like the value has been built yeah, up like now the software behind ethereum the digit like the contract thing behind ethereum which allows for nfts and like a whole bu bunch of other technologies that is possible because of ethereum is definitely useful mm. 100% but um yeah i think yeah i do think most of like the cryptos we're seeing right now other than bitcoin in my in my in my uh belief ethereum is a safe bet too mm. uh people don't like to think of it as a safe bet because it's a newer coin it's not like when you think of crypto you don't think ethereum you think you think bitcoin yeah so for some people it's not there yet but i believe in a technology and yeah i think we'll just have to see who gets who gets most of the demand for the coins yeah the crypto mm -hmm. i agree I think that's that's all from my side for decentralization what about you uh yeah oh yeah governance i want to mm. talk about governance so you know like one thing that i like about uh decentralization and was something that has peaked in popularity because of nfts is governance which is um being able to change the like being able to have uh fuck how do you even describe that being able to like um have a fair voting system within these technologies where mm -hmm. everyone has power everyone can vote for a change to happen yeah uh i think i think that's called governance yeah so i think so too these nfts some projects they have these uh these tokens right and with the tokens you can decide on what happens to the tokens like I remember in one project, the whole community came together and everyone had a vote. Everyone that had a token that was in the, that had NFT, they had the chance to vote to decide if they should burn off the rest of the NFTs that are for sale. Yeah. Or if they should keep like half of them, half burn, keep half of them. Yeah. So I think things like that where everyone has a say in it, but there's still a controlling party at the top is useful. Yeah, I agree. Probably makes just like governance easier yeah it does yeah but yeah other than that yeah i think i think that's it on my side too sick so any quote i do have an ending quote actually uh the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding damn i love that yeah yeah i love that yeah. i think i sent it to you yeah i think so but yeah I've, I've been thinking about that a lot because it's so true um it might not be obvious but most times the things that the things that you don't want to do that you don't want to commit to that you're kind of there's like a little bit of fear behind it is where you really have to dig is where the change is going to happen yeah i agree 
I guess that's kind of related to the dark place thing that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. This week. It was this post by Zach Pogrob. And he was basically saying that you need to go into the dark place, which is like going super... I think you explained it really well. Like, like I think you explained it right now, too, that like it just needs to be something that is pushing you so outside your comfort zone that it's something that you need to make progress to make progress on the goals that you want to achieve but it's something that's really difficult and like it'll feel impossible to you but what he also says after that is that you should go to the dark place but then make sure that you don't stay there forever because then you're basically just going to be stuck in this world chasing the next dollar or next achievement and you'll you'll just still you'll just stay on that hedonic treadmill basically and it's yeah. never ending that's facts i think it takes a good amount of self-awareness to know when to get out of that dark place yeah i bet it's like i bet it's so hard because like the the work that i've been doing like i i've been doing like the the daily work and everything right but now that i i don't have to like i, I don't know what to do in my days <laughs> <laughs> like that's why that's why i'm like, active, trying yeah. to take like two three days off and do nothing so that like I can let my brain let my brain like reset, cause I've been working like seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Your your brain doesn't really get to think, but like right now it feels so weird. But imagine people that are doing it at like the like big skills, they've been doing shit daily, every single day, and like they they don't know what to do in normal life, after like they reach whatever stage that they want to reach. So it's like it's low key easier just to stay stay on that path and continue to make progress and like not have to do any stuff that other people have to do like manage relationships do stuff like that so you're saying you wish you were busier or you don't want to be busier no i'm just like explaining like like why it might might be hard to get out of the right place for people right oh because like you're you're basically playing a game like every single day all day you're just playing the game of business or whatever you're doing you're in a game because you're not you don't have to manage relationships you don't have to manage a lot of things that most other people need to do you're just in your own world every single day all day you don't have as many responsibilities yeah like other people take care of that for you because they know that you're working hard right Mm -hmm. but then when you need to like switch back into normal life then like you don't know what to do Oh, because you you've given off those responsibilities. Away. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's 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 interesting way to think about it. Yeah, I guess not everyone has the luxury to do that. To, to, like, to like go deep into something. Yeah, because yeah. they just don't have the time for it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good segment from the ending quote, and yeah, we will see them next week. We'll see you guys in like few minutes for the keep up challenge and then oh yeah we'll fuck you're right week. keep up challenge that i'm gonna win anyways all right we'll see Wait, so we get three tries each right yep one two three four five six fuck you all right that's one I think that's two. I think so too.
Alright, high score of five. <laughs> That's a good call. Let's go. The soap will give you power. How much did I do? You did 17 or something as a, as a high score. No way. You can check. Okay, let's Alright, this will be quick. Yeah, I beat Sadra in the Keep Up Challenge. Cap, cap, you can't lie, bro. Alright, you saw the Keep Up Challenge just now. Sadra was the shorter one. I was the taller one. I basically got 24. Sadra got 22. 23. Yeah. You, but it's me, 23. Yeah. Yeah. So the taller guy one is what you have to basically you have to realize. Yeah. GG. See you next week at Digital Street You know slow, yo. Thanks, Deep Fake Tupac. Respect to pick and take. I'm a deep fake sign off by Yogo Morgan Freeman.